and boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite, 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 boom goes the dynamite, dynamite, boom. And boom goes the dynamite. Welcome to episode 100 of Boom Goes a Dynamite, the AAW Dynamite Review Show here on the PWM Podcast Network. I'm Jeffrey. With me tonight is Paul Sebastian. Paul, it does. Paul not- is not here. I am the gobbledygooker. Oh shit! That's what I'm doing now. Um, I didn't come out of the the most recent egg, so now I'm podcasting. Oh boy! So uh, gobble gobble. It doesn't feel like it's a hundred episodes. What if no? Because it because technically it is not. No, it is not. This is like episode one twenty. I think this is it's episode one hundred, but it's not our hundredth episode. No, by far it is not one hundred episodes. If that makes any sense, which it doesn't, and it doesn't have to. Uh, It's Thanksgiving, sorta. So happy that to people who celebrate it or whatever yeah if, if you celebrate it and if you don't celebrate it i'm not gonna say shit because you know, but like here's the thing even if you don't care about thanksgiving just go fake celebrate it because the food's good yeah but like, i mean how it is like you don't have to have any but there's no ideology to thanksgiving like well, it doesn't have to have a, yeah there kind of is doesn't, but well there doesn't have to be just go eat yeah just We're, go eat. we are not doing a traditional meal we, we, we are actually oh, no, 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 we are doing like a Chicago-based meal. So we are doing like, uh, you know, hot dogs and Italian. It's going to be the wettest pizza. Thanksgiving of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're, the wet Thanksgiving dinner, we Chicago's. Got, oh yeah, we got like you know cannoli and yeah. we're we're gonna make some some Portillo's cake shakes at home. So cool. you know, my uh, my girlfriend gets back from Mexico tomorrow night and I'm going to surprise her with some slow cooked oxtails. Oh my. Uh, some uh some do some redskin potatoes. I'm gonna do some collard greens with pancetta oh. and a bread pudding to tie it all together. Oh it, collard greens sounds so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know we're going hard. Uh but all that being said, there was wrestling tonight and I suppose we have to talk about it. I mean, you think we do. Yeah, I mean, if you're out partying, if you're driving home drunk from the bar right now and listening to this podcast, which I hope <laughs> you're not doing, I, I first of all, pull over, throw your keys in the back seat. That's the first thing you should do. Second thing, uh, let's talk about Dynamite. Okay, fine. We're just going to cut right to the chase because, yeah, I, I want to get on uh, some, some serious drinking myself. So uh, we go. Well, let's li- get to it. We go live to the Wintrust Arena in Chicago, Illinois, in the actual city of Chicago, Illinois, a show I am not the city attending. proper. I'm not attending. I did not attend this show. Well, so. you definitely did not attend because you're on, you're talking on the podcast that's right now. Right. That's so right. That, that's right. That am. makes sense to me. Uh, your host, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur. And we start off with a promo segment for the second week in a row. 
Uh, and that's, I mean, we, yeah, it's it's easy to make a New York comparison there, but you know, I, I think it's fine. I'll give it some time. Hold, let's hold off on those WWE comparisons, you know, before we go any, you know, uh, let's not let's not be hasty. Uh, oh wait, never mind. This was WWE as hell. This was the most WWE. This was such a WWE segment that they mentioned WWE about three to four times uh, in it. And, you know, uh, so let's get to the chase. Let's get into this quickly. This was a popular segment. Uh, the reception for it was very, very good. Uh, Jeff and I were not of that same opinion as it seems to be everybody else. Uh, I did not like this, Jeff. No, I did not like this either, and I thought this went way too long. And it was a thirty-minute fucking promo segment. If this happened in WWE. We'd all be complaining. I remember when I wasn't watching wrestling actively, I had tur- I just randomly turned on an episode of Monday Night Raw, and I hadn't checked in in you know years and years. So I was like, ah, let's see what's going on there. And I turned it on, and I left it there. I was like, and then we're talking. I was like, let's see what how the wrestling is. And there was like forty minutes with no wrestling from when I turned it on. And I remember going, I'm not watching this shit. And I turned it off, and I didn't check back in for years more. And if this is your first, ouch, I, and he, I, I guess it's fair, like, they're not going to get a lot of first-time viewers tonight, right? Although, I, I guess, so. you know what, you know what, though, as, as I say that, maybe that's not true, because people are home with their families, they're, uh, you know, in other places, and they're probably still watching, uh, you know, Dynamite, so maybe they have family members and stuff that are, are being introduced to it now, and if the if you say, hey, come watch wrestling with me, and the first thing you see is 30 minutes of people just talking to each other, how do you feel about this wrestling show? Now, I... I, I am going to be a little fair. Um, it was actually, the promo itself was about 20 minutes, but they, but I mean, it was followed by a CM had Punk the match. There was, you know, all the, you know, the, 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 the hullabaloo and whatever. So for the better part of a half hour, this was the segment but right. before, before the commercial. I think it was 825 or 826 before the first commercial. Yeah, but I so mean, th- I there mean, was a, a match that made this. So, I mean, much like last week, they transitioned. The match didn't start until after 830, though. Is that ever, is that so? Yeah, it didn't even start till after that first commercial break, which was it was eight thirty by then. Oh my goodness! Well, maybe it took. See, my perception of time lately has just been and then the match kind itself. And, yeah, so, so yeah, it's, I mean, well, well, a little bit of the content of it. Um, Punk and, and MJF trade some barbs. MJF, you know, his kind of through line is, you know, I'm I'm the best, and you never mention me because you're scared of me. Punk, you know, retorts with, I never mention you. Because I'm trying to get in your head because I know you care, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in all this, uh, Punk uh, calls MJF a less talent or less popular Miz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, uh, MJF makes a, a comment about John Cena and Triple H. Uh, CM Punk makes a sort of veiled Triple H comment saying you'd have to marry Tony Khan's daughter to, to you know take over here. Uh, and what really got me about this one and what really annoyed me, I think, was – one of CM Punk's first retorts to MJF was you came out here and picked a bunch of low hanging fruit. And then he proceeded to pick low hanging fruit throughout his entire side of things. So like what, what difference was it? You, they both brought the same energy and both of their content was the same essentially. You know, I, I am going to say one thing in MJF's favor is that he was absolutely correct about CM Punk's comic book career. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't very successful. No, but, you and, know, and, it, and it was trash. <laughs> and it was he, like, well, j- gosh, I wonder how he got hired by Marvel, you know? <laughs> good gosh. thing he's a legendary wrestler because apparently he is a, as good a comic writer as he is a, uh, a mixed martial artist. Yeah, so. it, it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, uh, 
he was wished the best of luck on his future endeavors and he, he wasn't good at any of them and had to wrestle again. And that's fine because he's good at that. That's an endeavor that he is great at. So, yeah, so. Uh, CM Punk's great. This was not to me. I know people liked it. And if you liked it, I get why you liked it. It just didn't do it for me. The match itself has really nothing for me. Uh, I don't care about QT Marshall matches. Uh, obviously, the story there is like CM Punk can't finish people quickly. He's not squashing people anymore. And that's probably going to play into things later. But again, I just don't care about QT Marshall. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing just kind of put a sour taste in my mouth for the, you know, well, for the rest of the first hour, let's just be honest. Um, the first hour didn't wasn't very strong. Let's keep going. Yeah. So yeah, overall, a very disappointing uh, output here. Yeah, I think we're going to be on an island with this take, Jeff. I don't think we're uh, in the majority for this, but uh, we here at Boom Goes Dynamite thought that segment sucked, and that's just how we are. I mean, we're going to be. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that we're we've been on an us. island. So yeah. But yeah, I That's mean, this cool. was. I'll, I will hang out on this island. I brought my sunscreen. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, this was every WWE Monday Night Raw opening of the last twenty years. And that's the thing is, I I thought so too, and I think a lot of the same people that are complaining, or are, 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 I mean, uh, praising this segment would complain if WWE had done the same. So think about that. Yeah, but again, I mean, it's a it, it, it's a sad trend because now that is twice we've we've opened with a promo instead of a match i don't think doing something twice is a trend I'm, i wouldn't go so far as to say it's a trend uh, well we'll, well I guess that's we'll, just programming well that's you know what I, I i know you're gonna be i don't think that's enough of a sample set to yeah, consider I, that i know you're gonna be in duluth on uh on mon uh monday on wednesday so uh yeah and i assume that segment will open with a promo because i'm guessing it'll be daniels and angels will be the first match and they'll probably end probably start with Brian talking or be after some, some, some combination of the two. And again, fine. I don't really think that's a trend. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we then go backstage and uh, Christian cage is uh, big upping his boys, Jurassic express saying that this time they really, really will win the uh, AEW world tag team titles. So uh, yeah, uh, definitely we'll worth paying attention to. And what I was watching the whole time was jungle boys face as Christian was talking. You can start to see, you know, and they've been planting the seeds for this for a couple weeks of Christian sort of over talking them and sort of taking charge of this thing that he was never supposed to be in charge of in the first place. He's got all the confidence. He says, I'm the difference maker. And it's starting to draw just a tiny little bit of ire from Jungle Boy. And I'm excited to see that blow up. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. They, they, they had to break that up. So, I mean, and let's face it, Luchasaurus, all he does is, like, you know, you know, it's just. Yeah. He, well, I mean, he's a dinosaur. What do you expect him to do? Like speak the kings? Like I, I mean, I don't, I don't, well, what, he, ha he what has. You want? He has you, before. <laughs> dinosaurs don't have. They don't have the mouth, the the facial structure, or the the right kind of bones and vocal cords. Jeff, did you did you skip this part in his in in, in class? Or uh, I mean, he, he he has been pretty. We well can we can talk about dinosaurs if you'd like. I mean, okay, so it all started. Um, in the, uh, is it the Mesozoic period? Was that the first one? God damn it! See, I'm not smart enough to do this either. Move on. You know, my, my favorite dinosaur when I was a kid doesn't exist. And no, I don't. Oh, yeah. I know I don't mean Godzilla either. <laughs> which? No, which, I. Which, which dinosaur? The Brontosaurus. There's a bunch of them, right? Yeah, the, the Brontosaurus, Brontosaurus did not exist. Yes, the Brontosaurus does not exist. So was it, wasn't it just like uh, they cobbled together accidentally other bones of like three or four different dinosaurs? Yeah, the, yeah they put together the wrong bones. Yeah. Whoops. Basically. Which is a shame. That was my favorite one when I was a kid. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I'm only familiar with a couple of dinosaurs, uh, personally, Luchasaurus, uh, Mr. Iguana is sort of a dinosaur. I mean, the Iguana hasn't evolved in quite some time. 
So I would say that uh, that Mr. Iguana is a type of dinosaur as yeah, well. Yeah, but you know, uh, dinosaurs uh, evolutionarily are closer to birds than than most modern lizards. It turns out that is that is actually true. So yeah, wow. Now Jeff's got the brain on him today. That's Real right. smart guy out. Uh, when we come back from commercial break, uh, Eddie Kingston is trying to eat this cake, and uh, he, he does give does get the time to give a, a brief shout out to to John Moxley and his family, and then uh, Daniel Garcia and Two come by and irritate the shit out of him and throw and, coffee uh, at him. I, here's a theme for all the other like talky segments of the night: they were all more efficient than the first one. All they needed to do here was be very simply establish that Eddie Kingston is annoyed in the middle of a meal and start fighting. Uh, and the way Eddie was holding that fork when they first sat down, that that all did it for me. That's all you really need to do is look at the way Eddie was holding the fork. Said was, everything you know, so efficient. I was hoping he was going to go Abdullah the Butcher on him. Yeah, you know what? Uh, 2.0 is great, but they needed to get stabbed here. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> they just need to get stabbed. You get fork stabbed. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Uh, our second match of the evening, Billy and Colton Gunn versus Bear Cruncher. Why was this match on Dynamite? Uh, I think they're trying to give a little gun club push here. I think that's uh, that's what's coming. And obviously they have this thing going on with Sting and Darby Allen, and that's why this match was, was here. But yeah, I mean, it is on its face like a, like a dark level match. But uh, this was a throwaway show anyway, so I was fine with them having it. I've praised Bear Country here on this podcast in the past. Oh, yeah. I like I think they add an element of big guyness and large men appearing uh, that the tag team division does need. So uh, keep them around. More of them on my television, please. You know what? No, Bear Country was fine. Why the fuck is Billy and Colton Gunn on my screen? <laughs> because on they're the Wednesday goddamn night. gun. First of all, first of all, I'll fight you on this. The gum club rocks. Oh, the, the guns are good. The guns and guns and sons. Very good. OK, uh, you and Steve Cash and Lawrence O'Brien can talk about this to your heart's content. Yeah, we will talk about being right about this because they're good. Billy Gunn is a legend. His kids are just as goofy as him. And this, this whole thing works like when they're all watching. Walking in and Austin Gunn's like, hey, look at my dad's hot abs. Like, it's so funny. <sighs> anyway, uh, the gun club. Hey, do we- was about fathers and sons. We talked about this a lot. The gun club do get the win on Bear Country, which brings out Darby Allen and Steve Stinger. And um, that 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 leap that Darby took. Jesus Christ. Big, Yeah, definitely a high moment of the night. Uh, Darby just absolutely spearing through a, uh, a charging. What's his face? Yeah, well, yeah, well, one of those guns. A charging gun. Was that, uh, that was, was that Pol- uh, Austin? Austin? That was Austin. It was Austin. Austin yeah. was the one that wasn't wrestling that night. Yes. Yeah. A charging gun, uh, and Darby jammed that gun. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Uh, we then get a uh, a teaser for a special Saturday night AEW show, Battle of the Belts, happening on January the 8th, 2022, live on TNT. Boy, am I going to be busy on January the 8th. I first read it as Battle of the Bots, and I got really, really excited. But Battle of the Belts is fun, too. Uh, yeah, because uh, did you see the news of what else is happening on January the 8th? Uh, no. That would be the Wrestle Kingdom 16 in Yokohama Arena, the new, the special New Japan versus Pro Wrestling Noah show. Oh, that's night three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am okay. very excited about that. I know Chris and I are going to have to talk about that very soon. Well, so I guess we'll have to record on the Saturday night special on Saturday night since I know you'll be up. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, I, I will get murdered if I podcast on a Saturday <laughs> night. I think I've made that abundantly clear in in the past. So, uh, we you know, go, podcasting is a medium worth dying for. Jeff, more and more are saying it. Uh, we then go uh, back to the backstage area, and Adam Cole and Bobby Fisher cutting a promo, saying they're 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 sick of you know life in general, and they start shitting on Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Wheeler Yuta. And... I got a I got a really big feeling of deja vu during this promo, and I think it's just because this is definitely not the first time that we've set up um, like best friends versus other friends who think they are bester. Yeah, I, I, like, I feel like, like we've a, done this before. I'm a trope to lean on if you oppose the best friends is like we're we're, we're actually better friends. Did did you know that we're better friends actually? Yeah, you guys, you guys that are best friends, we're 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 best friends too. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I, this seems familiar. Yeah, this one also uh, not very good talk-wise. I didn't think the content of it was very good. I didn't, didn't think Cole or Fish were uh, were particularly on yeah, point. What, what, yeah, what, what, what kind of name is Yuta? Uh, what kind of name is Yuta? Uh, What's your middle d- name? Uh, Japanese. <laughs> Dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what kind of name is QAnon? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, what kind of name is John F. Kennedy Jr.? Yipes. Uh, we come back from commercial and uh, we get a uh, Tony Schiavone in a conference room with uh, all of Team Taz, Leah Rush, and Dante Martin over contract talks. And, uh, oh, snap, Dante Martin signed the thing. Dante Martin's in Team Taz. That Holy was unexpected. Shit. That yeah, was so, very I mean, unexpected. hey, in a show that I did consider a throwaway, this is a significant development in the storyline and an unexpected one. And I one that didn't come in the fashion in which it came. Uh, I, I did not see this coming. Yeah, that in was... this manner, especially it was a little, I guess, a little bit anticlimactic. But that moment with Dante taking the uh, the the bag of chips from Hook and then walking over the table, very good stuff. Yeah, that was well. I mean, hey, surprises all I, around. I do think that this is starting to suffer from the audience not having any indication as to Dante's motivations. And I think that's starting to – it's like starting to weigh on me as an observer of this, I think. I would like to just have be more into Dante's headspace. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, yeah, it, it just it, – it, you know, this whole thing just comes from out of nowhere. And, you know, I, I would like to get at least some indication about Darius because I mean, it sounds like he's, they don't want to talk about it until they get a timetable because they, they don't have a timetable for his return the last I checked. Oof. That's a damn shame. Yeah, yeah, he fucked his knee up real bad, so uh, it takes time, especially when you're a high flyer, man. So all the best to Airwolf, for sure. Yeah, well, on a related note, I I got the notification as uh, as we were watching this. uh, Another guy we like is out injured now. Yeah, I heard uh, Alex, Alex Zane. Zane went down. Huh? Do you know what happened yet? Uh, I know you messaged me about that. Yeah, I don't know what happened. So he, he got lost in the sauce. Well, all the best to Alex Zane. Hopefully he makes a speedy recovery. It's a cursed autumn for wrestling injuries. It really is. You hate to see it. I mean, and I finally got to catch up on uh, the NGI the yeah, a yeah. couple weekends ago. And it was like, there is no Nick Gage anywhere. Is he injured? Uh, no, Nick doesn't wrestle in the Nick Gage Invitational. But he wasn't even there to like, you know, it's his tournament and he wasn't even there. Yeah, you know, man, I've been dealing with, and, you know, and, 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 he, and he wasn't on, uh, on the uh, the Detroit show the the night before. Nice. Maybe he didn't feel like traveling. Maybe he's doing something else. He's Nick Gage. I think he's earned himself a little little time. 
Well, yeah, he's certainly taking some time off. I mean, he he's had a couple of real big angles there, you know, with Moxley and with uh, Cardona. So, I think it's uh, Ricky Shane Page, and yeah, and obviously the Ricky Shane Page stuff. So, yeah, I think he's probably just. I I haven't heard anything as to an injury, but maybe he's nursing something. Maybe he's just taking time to uh, work back from some accumulating stuff. Did you watch the the NGI? I did not. You need to. I might have to check it out. Take tomorrow. Take tomorrow and watch the NGI. Seriously. I mean, I, okay. I, I I was messaging you about it. I, I now now it's become clear why you didn't respond to any of it. Because, yeah, because I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now now I and now I know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the NGI uh, very well worth uh, watching. So uh, check that out. Our third match of the evening, a quarterfinal match for the TBS title: Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. Uh, this is when the show started to really turn around for me because this match match of the night. Fucking rocked. Fantastic. Really well done. Um, Thunder Rosa is at her best when she's paired up with someone who gives her a fight. And Jamie really brought that fight to her here. And this just really clicked instantly. They had great ring chemistry, uh, like a building, rising tension, really good stiff shots inside and outside the ring, utilized the space really well. Just everything about this match was right. Oh yeah, yeah. This match rocked. I, mean, I will say, if, gonna, if we're gonna pick nits, and and they're like, I would say the the finish had a few too many moving parts, and it did sort of make things a little bit awkward. But they got past it fine, and I think the the quality of the match uh, far surpassed anything there, so it was fine anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the, the finish came with some. Boxing it was just a little bit clunky, just kind of the way they had. I mean, it's fine to have the interference spot and all that stuff worked, but then when they had to get to the actual like back to the match part. Everything sort of felt like it didn't fit together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like that, that. You know, the 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 basically it was a roll up finish, and yeah, and it was weird, like the roll up coming from the striking. Like, yeah, it just it didn't click there. No, but I that's got you. you know, again, I, I, the, again, nitpicky type thing. I would say the quality of the match overall, great. Uh, and my, I mean, yeah, I would say the match of the night. Yeah, yeah, this definitely was the best match of the night. Um. So now Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill. That's going to, that's going to slap. I think. Yes, it it is. It's also also going to be, it's also going to be a good indicator of where Jade Cargill actually is in her development. And we've been getting some of these here and there with Jade Cargill, right? These, uh, these litmus test matches. Uh, she had one about a month ago and, uh, now I think this will be another good one to kind of show her progress. And should she get to eventually, I think what I think will be Ruby Soho uh, in the final, a Jade Ruby match, really big test for you really her. Think, so you think Jade's going to overcome Thunder Rosa? Do I think Jade's beaten Thunder Rosa? Absolutely. Mm, okay. I think Jade's winning the spell. So wow. I mean, I, I think Jade's winning the whole thing. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah bitch, I, all in. Now I know that the match on on Friday on Rampage, uh, not the best between her. Uh, and, oh, last and, week's and, yeah, yeah, between her and Red Velvet. No, no, that one didn't go so well, and I do think that it might have something to do with them just not being very. Uh, they don't, they don't like each other very much. It seems like like in real life, and I think that might be hindering their work a little bit together. Yeah, sometimes you can make magic people you don't like. Sometimes it just it can hinder you, and I think that's where they're at. Yeah, well, I think no, we I, need to keep 
uh, I think that's a rivalry that AEW is going to be able to go back to a lot over the years. I think it's going to like end up being like, I don't want to say they're Charlotte Becky, but there are going to be parallels you can probably draw. Uh, but I think we should probably keep them away from each other for a while. Yeah, probably fair. So, uh, we then go backstage with Alex Marvez and Chris Jericho and, uh, Daniel Garcia and 2.0 just can't help themselves. Back again. Can't they just go have dinner or something? Oh, wait, Canadian Thanksgiving's at a different time. So they're just, they're bored. Well, Daniel Garcia Garcia is from Buffalo. so Right, but he's their son now, so now he gets citizenship, right? I I don't know how that works, honestly. (laughs) I I, I mean, he's been adopted. Again, I don't know the laws or anything, but it seems like, you know, maybe he should get citizenship. At least dual. Dual Uh, citizenship. Was it just me or was the sound not good at all on this segment? There was some weird audio issues throughout the show. Uh, happened during the Britt Baker promo. During oh, the yeah. Walk. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, I, yeah they no, had, you're right. Well, it sounded we'll like very, that. very distant. Yeah, there was a couple uh, a couple uh, issues on the production truck on this. Again, night before Thanksgiving, we're all partying. I get it. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, uh, we come back and we get uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, DMD. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, see, there's, there's some production issues in the truck today, as you said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rebel, and, with, with Rebel and uh, Tony Schiavone, because, of course, Jimmy Hayter kind of stormed off after the match. Um, Tony reveals that uh, Britt Baker will be facing Riho on Rampage in a uh, Black Friday deal match, where if Riho... Uh, beats Brit, she gets a shot at. Oh yeah, the... we probably didn't mention the the Thunder Rosa Jamie Hater thing at the end. The storm off. Uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had a disagreement, and it looks like that's gonna. This is the start of, of the Jamie. Jamie... I'm Baker sorry, yeah, and Jamie Hater, yeah, yes, Britt Baker and Jamie Hater. This is the start of the Jamie Britt split, and some people think that maybe Jamie is gonna be the one to dethrone Britt Baker. What do you think of that? Just real quickly. Uh, I mean, it's already, I mean, it's too soon to, 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 to tell, honestly. I agree. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm with you. But we're going to get, uh, Britt Baker versus Riho on, on Rampage. And, uh, much from... to the chagrin of Britt Baker, who said if, uh, Riho wants to fight, she can fight in line on Black Friday looking for those sweet, sweet deals. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just been told, I just got texted as we, as we're recording, I just got texted by my friend who's over at, uh, who, who's at the Winchrest and said, yeah, they just started the rampage portion. So, ah, fantastic. The part, now the party's really starting over there. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's after the party, it's the after party. And after the party, it's the hotel lobby, the Wintrust lobby. Yeah. (laughs) I think, oh, I say, oh no, that's right. You weren't at revolution, uh, 2020. I was not. Yeah, so our fourth match of the evening, Brian Danielson versus Colt Cabana, and we're back to Ring of Honor circa 2003 here. Yes, uh, Excalibur did a great job uh, quickly going through Colt and Danielson's history to make it digestible for the audience. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say this was a pretty good no-frills match. You know, it, yeah. this was a straightforward contest between two veterans and uh, exactly what I expected it to be between these two guys who have wrestled each other a whole bunch. Uh, Colt really good at adapting to his opponent's style. And he gave Danielson the match that they were looking for there. Uh, and then he fucking sacrificed a tooth for it. So uh, uh, actually, several, teeth, Cole Cabana. Sound, several teeth. It sounded like looks like Cole Cabana got some teeth knocked out of his face by Brian Danielson. Yipes. 
Hey, Brian said he's going to kick these guys' head in, heads in, and he is, like, making good on his promises. Yeah. So, you know, you can say a lot about Danielson, but he is absolutely a man of his word. And just what a masterful performance he's had, um, you know, making this this character progression since he's arrived at AEW. And he called it out specifically after the match. said, you know, the last time I was here, I got a very different reception, and I can't tell if it's me or if it's you. He's just – he knows – he's got the crowd in the palm of his, of his hands – um, he's the wrestler of the year. He keeps being the wrestler of the year. This arc is great. And I'm excited to, uh, be in Duluth, Georgia next week and watch him do the same thing. Nail and angels. Can't wait. Uh, hopefully with less teeth getting knocked out. I mean, I hope so, but I, I also hope that Alan angels has been really nice to Britt Baker lately. Ooh, <laughs> so that's right. They have a dentist on staff, don't they? They have a dentist. DMD, Jeff. Oh, shit. You know, I wonder if, uh, uh, yeah, I wonder if they had to call her into service real quick. <laughs> they might have had to. I love that Britt Baker, like, giving preliminary exams to Colt backstage right now. Oh, shit. Uh, yo, uh, Britt, yo, you, you, you might want to come over here a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got Alan, sec- five angels for uh, how many teeth he's going to lose. Five. Oh, my goodness. Uh, after Afterwards, we get uh, Tony Schiavone in the ring, as you said, with Brian Danielson, which brings out uh, Adam Page. And, uh, yeah, we, we have a dust-up here, and uh, somehow they did more saying less than yeah, the again, opening segment. No, uh, more efficient than the opening segment, absolutely. But, no, I, I, I really... I really bought the animosity here. Um, I really liked Adam Page's new champions gear. I think that's worth bringing up. Resplendent in his gold sequined uh, new gear and vest. Very sparkly. Great tassels on there. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, no, and they started a fight. And yeah. it was great. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> and then that... a JR with the, the commentary line of the night, I think. Uh, they touched. They felt each other's ire and energy. Something like that. He got real horny for it. Jr. was something else, and you know he 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 says something at the very end of the show that had me wondering. Where he says, I, "I'll see you all real soon." I'm like, "Are you going somewhere, Jr.?" <laughs> yeah, to uh, to Duluth, Georgia, next week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the way he said that, it just kind of made me wonder: Is he going away somewhere? Is he being, you know, is he on gardening leave? Is that what's what's happening here? <laughs> JR's not going anywhere. JR will be a Futurama head in a jar still doing commentary. <laughs> I'm actually sort of surprised. I would say he's the person most likely in wrestling to be a Futurama head in a jar. Besides I am, Vince. I, I was sort of surprised that, you know, that they never did JR on <laughs> Futurama. I mean, because he was relevant at the time. Yeah, and I guess. Well, now they have a Fox relationship, but, you know, back then. Who do? Uh, well, now WWE and Fox have a relationship, but oh, well, back, yeah. then, no, back then but, they did not. Yeah, yeah. Although Bret Hart was on The Simpsons, so they did get at least one. But I don't think he was he with WWF at the time he did Simpsons or no? I can't remember. When did the, he do? The, the, yeah, when did he do Simpsons? I don't know the the year, but he, I know he did a Simpsons episode. If I'm recalling correctly, he likes to bring up frequently. He's out there. You ever see that famous video where he's like, uh, he like pulls up his own Simpsons episode? He's like, can Ric Flair do that? Yeah, but you know who else can bring up his own Simpsons episode? I mean, like a thousand people. Right, but one in particular. Only that one we, wrestler, right? Uh, many others that we bring up, a person we bring up frequently on this show. Gary Newman? No. Um, Alan Moore? Yes. 
Ah, Alan, Alan Moore, yeah. Art Spiegelman, and Dan Klaus all were on a Simpsons episode. Wow, that's a deep cut Simpsons episode. Like, that's real nerd ep- hours for a Simpsons episode. Yeah, it was it was one of the best. It, it was it was a good one. And, <laughs> of course, uh, one of my favorite bits about that was that there was a a Simpsonized drawing of of the cover to Lost Girls in the background. I was like. Oh my God! <laughs> okay, if you could pick one current AEW roster member to appear in a Simpsons episode, who would it be? Oh, one current AEW roster member to appear on a Simpsons episode: Orange Cassidy. That's a really good choice because you may like not because you may not even have to do the voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess not. You could just draw him in. Yeah, you probably could, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. Did you hear For about me, the? It's probably did, MJF. Did you hear about the Simpsons recently getting back in the headlines? No. Because they made fun of Morrissey and Morrissey got big mad about it. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Jesus. You know, th- th- this is an object lesson in, 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 in Heroes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, back to, back to the show. Uh, we get a uh, preview video vignette. Uh, for Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho uh, next week on Dynamite in the final TBS title quarterfinal match. And then our main event, uh, Cody Rhodes and the reassembled El Triangulo de la Muerte, uh, Billy Big Fish Bollocks, the Bastard Pack, Penta El Cerro Miedo y Rey Phoenix against Andrade El Idolo, Malachi Black, uh, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. God damn it, we had a half-hour talky segment but we still can't get the full 10 minutes of Ogenshrost. that is my you you have cribbed from a tweet that i made that we kind of inspired together in the dms but yes uh if you have 30 minutes to have two guys talk then you have 10 minutes to play Ogenshrost. yeah uh, i just that's that's just science so and uh, i know how that works so have you heard the hot rumor about uh what what one uh andrade el idolo Oh, uh, yes. Uh, sounds like maybe he is more single than he possibly was uh, before. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's um, hard to say, but, uh, you know, we don't want to get too, you know, in the weeds on Goss or whatever. But, uh, you know, Andrade and Charlotte apparently no longer follow each other on various social media platforms and they haven't been seen together or anything really lately. So hmm. something might be to it. You never know. Um, I, look, man, if divorce is what's making him wrestle better. I mean, I hate to be selfish, but this is one of the best matches I've seen him work lately. He was great tonight. He was actually, and he was, and I noticed he actually was wearing proper wrestling clothes for once instead of you know suit pants. I think the suit. No, he had the suit pants, and then he lost them like in the middle of the match. So like, they oh, were on. Oh, so they're kind of like the you know the 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 Taichi or Naito breakaway pants. I think it's a cool like look that he can like sometimes have the pants on and sometimes just like pull them off, and he's got like the little the little guys. Yeah. And you notice, and look, did, especially you notice, tiny trunks. Did you notice the the pattern on the on the trunks? I did not. I it's, didn't look that. So I, should have, I mean, I should have looked at Andrade's butt closer. You're right. It but, was the uh, it was the La Sombra mask. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I thought you were going to say it was an Lij, which would have been really funny, or an Li. Yeah. It been, yeah. He was never an Lij. Li. <laughs> Li proper. Yeah. Which he can't use anymore, obviously. But yeah. Uh so one of the funniest things happened during this was uh, Cody Rhodes, of course, does the shit where he throws the uh, the weight belt uh, into the crowd, and then the crowd throws it back. 
Chicago, <laughs> hey, Chicago fans, rookie of the year. I saw, I saw rookie of the year. I knew they'd throw. I knew for a fact Chicago was going to be the first town to throw it back. This does not surprise me whatsoever. I was just waiting for him to show up there. It was always bound to happen. Uh, so at least it was very on brand. Uh, there are some reports that Cody looked legit not happy about it. Yeah, which, my, my, Mike, Mike from virtual. Yeah, Mike X of Virtual Pros uh, tweeted that. Perspective, I totally understand that because, like, you could have just given it to a kid, and that that's real talk. But throwing it back is very funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. hilarious. And then Andrade later just grabs it and throws it under the ring too. Like, like and he put it back on, and then he threw it again. Yeah, and then that, that person did not throw it back a second time. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that well, at least that we know of. <laughs> what a very funny turn of events. It was funny. And, you know, it, it was amazing because, again, I mean, yeah, Cody Rhodes is one of the most hated roster members right now. And you know what? Fair do- fair dues, too, because the last time Cody Rhodes wrestled in that arena, uh, it was a real stinker of a match. <laughs> yeah, that was what, Matt, would that be? Uh, God, what match? It was Cody versus MJF at Revolution 2020. Oh, yeah. That match I fucking sucked. That oh, that match sucked. I can't even remember it. To that be match with. was the drizzling shits. I'll take your word for it. I literally don't remember it at all. Oh, it was bad, 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 bad. I'm sure, bad. I liked it better than you because it was a Cody match. But of course, you you, know, you probably did. But you know, yeah, I'm gonna, I might go back and listen to our podcast about that and just see. You weren't on the show at the time. Well, I was on the show yet, was I? No, you weren't. No, that was yeah. that was that was that was a me, Lawrence, and Chris job because we we, oh. we had to combine two episodes at once because. Uh, we weren't able to record after revolution. And then Chris had gone to the live uh, dynamite after that, because I was also at a con- the last concert I went to before the pandemic, which now I've broken that duck. Cause I saw churches on Friday, which still is not Gary Newman. No, it is not Gary Newman, but I, I also went to the United center on Monday. Well, look at that. And then there were there were some fun chants at that uh, uh, event as well. Yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Bulls got washed by like thirty two points by the Indiana Pacers, and uh, in the middle of the fourth quarter, the crowd was completely out of the game. They started chanting "Fire Nagy." Yeah, sounds like, and it's very funny. Jason Garrett got fired before Nagy this season. Oh yeah. Well, it was funny that there was a guy outside of the there was a guy outside of the United Center. Um, which, by the way, we got the park at the Billy Goat Tavern branch that was right by the United Center. So uh, my son and I had had cheeseburgers <laughs> before. I before love a game. love a cheeseburger. Yeah, very delicious stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know the cheeseburgers. Actually, no Coke, good. Pepsi, no fry chip. Yeah, actually, they serve Coke products at that one. And they have fries, too, by the Last, way. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. Oh, Slow yeah. it down. So, sorry, to, sorry to break the myth here. But, <sighs> um, no, they actually, the dude, actually, they, they let us park there to go to the game because we, we got cheeseburgers. So. But, no, there was a dude selling uh, T-shirts outside of the United Center. It was, it was Bears fan shirts saying, this team makes me drink. Mm, yeah, that's about right. I mean, I'm a Lions fan, so I don't feel any sympathy for you people. <laughs> I'm not a Bears fan. Well, well, yeah, you're a Steelers fan, so I feel especially less sympathy for you because you root for a team that wins. <laughs> but also, you got the rapist quarterback for the last 20 years, so good, good for you on that. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I've had some uh, comments about that before. Yeah, so. good for you, good for you. Congratulations on two decades of rapist quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it wasn't that well, obvious so, before. But Bettis, he was cool. He was cool. Fuck you, man. He's the bus. Hey, he's pretty, that's a Detroit native right there. I rock with Jerome Bettis. Yeah, well, 
you know. Went to Pershing High. I had friends that went to the same high school. Uh, all right. Uh, this anyway, show's over. So, you know what? Uh, hey, you know what? This is a good day for the Black Mist. Because yes, Malachi, uh, Mal- Malachi splits, spits some, some stuff and hey, some faces. Yeah, and you know what? This is the first time uh, today on the New Japan show, this is the first time Bushi's actually used the Black Mist since before the pandemic. Oh, wow. And he used, it, ag- and he used it against his own stablemate, Hiromu. Big day for spitting black goo at people. Indeed. So, Folks, uh, uh, if you go, I mean, you go home for Thanksgiving and you get into an awkward politics conversation with your relatives, just spit black mist in their face and yeah. run away. Or, you know, a classic green mist works, too. A green mist also works. And you know what? If it's just, if it's gravy, if all you have is gravy, that's fine. Just spit gravy directly in your uncle's face. That's right. Just spit mist. Uh, Andrade does get the pin on uh, on on uh, on pack to end the show. Uh, we got reports that after the show, uh, Andrade hit a DDT on Cody Rhodes on the floor, and the crowd started chanting, at Cody, you deserve that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's what they've been doing for a month now, two months probably. So yeah, sounds so, right. Yeah. So with that, we end this Thanksgiving edition of AEW Dynamite, our one our numbered 100th episode. Even though it is not the 100th episode of the show, as as established. But no. well, you know what? Who needs counting in numbers? It's all fake. It's just a social construct. You know, I have a Muppet that will say otherwise. Well, you know, Muppets also are social constructs. Are they social constructs or are they physical constructs? Because they're more physical constructs. Yes. (laughs) All right, Paul, I know you want to get out of here. Go ahead and plug yourself. You can follow me on Twitter at CoolStepUncleTwitch, twitch.tv slash ThickFlare. Every Friday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, right after AEW Rampage goes off the air, you can find me at twitch.tv slash WrestlingBrain. Uh, for the recaps there. And of course, follow this podcast on Twitter where I will eventually start posting from again. I just really haven't felt like it lately. I'll be honest. I just haven't felt like posting like in general, but uh, I'll, I'll do more from there. It's at BGTD podcast. Uh, I, I just want to recap real quick. Uh, yeah, the, the show was definitely better in the second half. It, it picked yeah. up in the second half. So uh, you can find me at Strong Style Story without the Ian Style on Twitter. My personal Twitter at GDWessel2SS1L. Uh, I did post a Busting Balls on uh, earlier this week. Uh, we did not do the fashion show as promised because uh, a lot of managers suddenly started getting fired. Uh, so we had, we had to uh, discuss that. So, yeah, well, it looks like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has time for fashion shows, maybe. Yeah, he does. Maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll ask him to, to come on to the fashion show. So, uh, all right, Paul, any last words? Gobble, gobble, Jeff. Gobble, gobble. What if, what if it was, what if we just did a fever dream podcast where you were mean Gene and I was the gobbledygooker? And all I did was speak like you answered me just dead ass. And we did a whole podcast. Like that would that. be a very fever dream God, podcast. That's what we should have done. Folks, tune in next year. <laughs> next Same year. time you know before Thanksgiving. Next year. For the right. podcast of the Gooker. Next time I got to remember to do. Uh, we got to open the show next year with, uh, you know, Alice's restaurant. Oh, there we go. Yeah. The, the, the Poddle de Gooker. Oh, God. Uh, well, pro- we have an episode title. Let's go. <laughs> uh, programming note. Uh, next episode will be a Saturday episode because Mr. Paul here will be live at Dynamite slash Rampage. 
That's true. That's true. I just want to. I would love to get Jeff to record with me earlier, but we probably just can't make that happen. So uh, tune in on Saturday. Um, I'll have already given my rampage takes on Friday and Wrestling Brain by then. Just do it out of order. We're going to Tarantino this shit. You don't need a timeline and, and chrono- chronology. You're smart. We've done it before. Yeah, you, we're going to jump around. It's cool. Go watch Kill jump Bill. Up, It'll jump be fine. up, get down. So jump, 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 jump. No, you right. keep saying jump, and then we'll fade out on that. Jump, 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 jump. Okay, never mind. We'll see you next week.